Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, you guys, welcome back into this one here. We're going to be going through all the gun options that you'd be looking to bring in to your team this week in round six. I'm going to go through a two-tier structure in this one. So we've got those top guys that are going to be the must-have keepers over the entire year. The ones you don't really care about if they're you know if they're playing Origin, if they're missing a couple of games over that period. Um, and then we go to a tier two kind of section there. These are the guys that are gonna be a little bit lesser in price, so you can save maybe a hundred or so thousand. Yeah, they might be able to you know play a game or two for you over the buy period and you know score that mid fifties to hopefully closer to sixty uh, as you go along there. So we'll, we've got obviously a couple of players in my team, you'd hope so anyway, but then a couple of guys on our right here in the player pool. So Let's talk about a few of them at the start. I think some of your you know, most important targets for this week is someone like Angus Crichton. So, you know, coming in at an average just over 60, exactly, you know, pretty much where he was priced last week. There's two last two games, a 70 and a 67, without really any attacking stats. So he's someone I'd be really targeting in this week. He is someone that will play in Origin, so he should miss two games over that period, which is, you know, nothing nothing crazy and not too much to worry about it in that, in that case because you're, you know what you're going to get with him. You're going to bring him in. He's going to score really well for your side, and you're not have to go. You're not going to have to worry about him in that sense. And our next one's going to be Dev Fafita. Have him also, but he's someone who's you know really exceeding all, all those averages there, and you know he's up to eight seventy seven now. And I think he's going to end up being around that nine hundred k kind of player. You know, averaging high sixties, I'd say, would probably be where you'd see him average over the year. Maybe just ahead of Angus Crichton in that one. And for me. Same deal with him. He should be playing Origin and he should miss a couple of games over that period. But, you know, if you're missing out on his types of scores over the ne- next bunch of weeks, it's very similar to where Cleary's at, except he's 200k cheaper. So, yeah, a lot easier to pick up for, for feeder rather than Cleary, for example. And, you know, even saying that, Cleary is another one of those guys in that top echelon of players that you should be targeting this week. And 
I, again, I wouldn't be blowing up the team to get him. He will have a 60 at some point. He will score 60 as, as everyone's captains. And if you don't have him, you'll be able to you know, propel a little bit further forward in, the, in, that, next, in, the, in that week and, and the weeks following that. So he's someone at 1.06 that is definitely a really good option. Just be aware that you know, one, of the, um, one of the guys in the, in the Discord group actually mentioned this to me, the fact that they, uh, after the third Origin game, they back up two days after that game. So if you're thinking about having these Penrith you know, guns over that period, then there's a good chance that they won't back up in that round 18 game, especially with them being so good and dominating the year so far. You'd expect to, for him to to be rested that game and, and other guys that, that would be playing. So just have a think about that. And it might mean that he's not a clear must-have in this stage. You know, if you, you would have won him in the last bunch of weeks and, and at the start of the season, but right now coming to round six, he may not, you know, you might be able to spend your money better elsewhere on him. But let's see if you've got him. He's uh, he's going to be a winner. Uh, we'll talk about one more in my team, and that'll be Ryan Pappenhausen, a little puppy, my favorite player. Definitely a keeper. And should be playing Origin, you'd, you'd assume. Maybe he's going to pick up the 14 role. I think he'd do really well in that role there. But, you know, Papp at 843, there, he's, he's averaging, what, 80 so far. So I think he's someone that you can safely say will average 60 this year and be a top three to four wing fullback with guys like Teddy, Ponga and possibly Latrell could push up into that sort of mid-50s kind of player in the fullback position. So perhaps another one that I'd be looking to target if, you, if you're trying to grab a, a gun wing fullback. Um, if you don't have him, then you can obviously go for some, some of these other guys uh, we'll go through on the right-hand side here. And Our next one in the, uh, in the gun tier is going to be Payne Haas. So he's lost about 50 or 60k on his starting price there and and with him, he had that, that first game, he's warming into a little bit, and it looks like his limited minutes is going to be around that 65 minutes mark. So when when he does score that way, he's going to be a high 60s type of scorer. And when you look at it, and there's not many not many plays in the game that score that high, that's really good for him. Um, and you're scoring, if you can pick him up, and obviously a little bit of a pod at this stage. But again, with Haas, you'd expect him to play Origin, which is the case with a lot of these T1 guys. So what you've got to really think about is, Yes, I might lose a couple of points over the origin period having these guys, but think about the points you're going to get now up until origin, you know, maybe some of the in-between games, and then post-origin when you don't have to bother trading them in. You already have you know, all your, a lot of your guns set, and you don't have to worry about it, so think about that one. Uh, our next one in that, in that tier one is a really good option is going to be Reid Mane. And, and at the moment, he's someone who's averaging 72, comes off a little bit of a lower game, but I'd be expecting him to average around 60 points. The Eels play that first round, uh, the round 13 bye. They play during that one, which is really, really beneficial. And you're going to you know, bump up a few ranks if you have him over that period. Personally, for me, I think him averaging 72 right now is a little bit high. And I think his price may be able to drop a little bit or at least hold the same. Because right now at 836, he's priced at around that 64 mark. So I feel like he can probably at least stay or drop down slightly. And you can pick him up closer to the buy rounds and you know when a lot of these we've obviously got little who's not playing this week but maybe you're looking to trade on a turp a trade out a turpin or something at that stage for another gun hooker so that's a, another one of the tier one guys cherry i'm i'm not going to say he's a tier one pickup this week he's a tier one player but for me his scores are too volatile uh, and in a seagull side that isn't playing very well there's you, know, you can easily pick up a 35 or 40 in in random weeks and and struggle a little bit uh, with Teddy, I think at 800k, he's you know he's dropped a little bit of cash, which is great, and he's also one of those guys that I'd be looking to to pick up uh, at this stage of the season or, or going forward too. Um, and moving along, 
Harry Grant, I think you can wait a week with him. He's not going to be a, a you know top gun pickup. But guys like Ponga and Harris are. I think Ponga, you know, first game back, looked a little bit rusty, but was still managed to pick up 60 in a struggling side. And, you know, Knights will have to improve. They can't really play any worse than what they're doing at the moment. So when they improve, he's going to do better as well. And I think this game and the style of game at, at the moment is perfect for someone like Ponga uh, in this day and age, definitely. Uh, and then, yeah, Harris, he's just that guy that, you know, He's just getting near the 60 every week, and he, he covers the middle and the edge. He doesn't play round 13, but think about the consistency you're going to get over these next six or so weeks, and then you know the consistency during that origin period as well. He you know If Cleary's going to miss possibly three games, and Harris is only going to miss the one, so really important with that one. Um, and then McCulloch, I think, is your probably your last one in the in the tier one sort of guns that you'd, you'd really look to have in your side, and he's going to be playing in round 13 as well. Super consistent. Still slightly underpriced for what he's averaged, about 50k underpriced, and, and we'll make that up over the next few weeks. So they're those top guys and the really expensive ones. And then you come down, and a few of the guys that are really interesting pickups this week at that cut price is someone like Dylan Brown, who um, actually, I think he's out this week, isn't he? Yeah, he takes out. Anyway, following this week, when he comes back after his ban, I think he's someone that's really interesting to pick up, and uh, that mid 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 50s scorer. Him and Mitch Moses are really interesting players around that price point because they're they're not going to be playing Origin and they're playing that first buy round, so they're really cool options. Isaiah Papali'i is also a decent option, but you know Madison should come back into the starting side very soon. You know even if he doesn't play again this week and Papali'i ends up on the edge, you'd expect that them to change. And for me, I think as as I've said in multiple videos, Papali'i is a fifty to fifty five point scorer, I believe, especially playing through the middle and off the bench. So, um, yeah and. And he's had an amazing start. Can he keep that up? I, don't, I doubt, you know, a lot of people can't keep that up over the season. You know, there's very select few, like the Cameron Smiths and, and Clearies and these types of players that can actually do it across the whole season and keep up the consistency. And you know, for someone that hasn't shown that before, I'd be worried that, that won't happen. Uh, a couple of other decent options are some, you know, Hudson Young is going to be decent, but I'd, uh, you know, select someone like Lucy Lailua at 695 or Alex Twal are really cool options for the Tigers who both play in that round 13 by as well. So, you know, Leilua hasn't had too many attacking stats yet and he's still averaging 56. And, you know, edges that play that 80 minutes to have a bit of attacking flair and that work hard as well are going to be really cool options to your side. And with Twal, if you take out his his, his 33-minute game, he's he's averaging around 60, which puts him at least 100K undervalued. So he's someone that's a really cool option uh, going forward. And then you look at some of the, the lower tier kind of players and you're looking at Adam Elliott and, and Cam Murray in that sort of third tier, you'd say, as guns you'd be looking to pick up over this you know, next few weeks. So, you know, Elliott was probably, the pick, he was probably a pickup a few weeks ago um, when he was a bit cheaper in that you know, mid-600s. And he's shown that, you know, he's shown what happens when in a, with him in a team that isn't doing very well. It's very hard to keep those attacking stats up like he was, so... Yeah, if he if he was in a better team, I'd suggest him being a really good a really good buy and as a middle and edge dual position, you know, attacking edge. Um, but at this stage in in that in that team, um, and they've got Luke Thompson's come back, um, so they have a few more weapons coming in to that side. And I don't think he's a perfect option when you can go right to the one of the top guys on this list. Some other interesting players are someone like Brian To. Oh, they work after Panthers today. Play round thirteen. Yeah, they do. So he's someone that's not going to play Origin either, and it's a really cool option in the wing fullbacks. Um, other than that, Kikau is not an option. Tack Williams, Nathan Brown. So thinking about, you know, Nathan Brown could be an interesting option coming closer to the buy rounds if he 
keeps scoring a little bit low. He's someone that really goes in patches, so he could be a really cool option across the, the buy rounds and might, may finish the year off well also. So keep him in mind. Jerome Luai is a chance he might play Origin. If not, he's going to be a really good option. Latrell Mitchell is also a, a decent option this week. If you're looking for a, an, another wing fullback or you're looking to, to bring him in, if you had Pap Tuvasha or Pap and Tedesco and you wanted to make uh, Latrell your third and then you can move Laurie to the interchange, for example, and, and use him there as, as a, a backup option kind of thing, then, then that could be a good option there as well. Um, but other than that, in terms of your guns, who to pick up, Adam Dewey is probably an interesting one as well. At 606k, he's a little bit undervalued to what he's been scoring at. And I think he, I think he's yeah, improved as a player. I don't know what you guys think. I think he definitely has, and he's obviously doing a lot more. He's a big body in the halves there, and I think they, they really need that. And I, I really think he's been a shining light for that Tigers side over the last bunch of weeks. So he's also a decent option. He's going to get the dual position after next week. And if you're not sure about what happens with the dual positions, it's going to happen on the 22nd, I believe, is you know, midweek. What's that, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday next week um, will be when the dual position players get named. And if you've played the last three games in a row in in, dual, in that position um, and to get named again for that uh, round seven teams, then you'll you'll get the dual position. So someone like Josh Schuster will be able to play on the edge, for example. And think about that when you've got guys like Ricky. Um, yeah, if he's struggling as a player and you're looking to trade him out, then you might have Schuster come into. You know, into the that edge position or have him as cover on the um on the interchange there. So something to think about with that one. Uh, who else we got? Thompson's a gun, but wouldn't be thinking about picking him up. And then there's you know a couple of guys like Luke Thompson who who scored sixty last week in limited minutes. He's gonna be playing in the middle with Josh Josh Jackson going down with his calf injury. So I, I think Thompson's a really interesting one. I think he can, he could probably average around fifty, which puts him a hundred k undervalued but it's you know the question is are you interested in bringing in bulldogs kind of players you know into this into this round that's that's going to be my question um you know do you want them in your team at this stage and something like jazz Tavanga, let's let's actually get him up on the on the screen here i just we can talk through him a little bit because he's someone i owned last year and you know to be priced at 586 is a really interesting option because he was getting lower minutes in those first few games he didn't score as well and but then he comes out and, and plays 57 minutes and has a you know a big game with a PPM way over one. So what you've got to look at here is is the types of scores that he had, even with good minutes. So that first game, he got 53 minutes for 47, right? 44 minutes for 33 is not very good in terms of his PPM. And then 46 minutes for 50. So he's someone that's going to be up and down like that. And if we look at what happened last year, I think I picked him up around around 12 or 13 after he picked up, you know, 68, 51, 62. And then you can see his, his scores are very consistent. And when he gets over 50 minutes, that's kind of what you'd be looking at there. But in terms of that, some of the games are 50 minutes, then he has a 40-odd, a 30-odd, and, and it's very easy for them to do that. They've got Tanoa Brown coming back. Yeah, they're even playing. Obviously, they've got Murchie on there. They've got Josh Curran um, in there. They've got Ben Murdoch, Masilla. They've got so many guys there that can play that role. You know, Tohu could come back into the 13 role when Tanua Brown comes back. There's so many different things here. And at 586, he probably is worth the risk. But remember, that's a 45 you know, season average there, which it just says it's pretty much about that. Um, you know, break even at 38, you're not going to miss out on too much. You know, he might get seven. What are the chances he gets 70 again? It's probably a bit lower than, than you think, right? More chance he gets like a 53 or a 45 or something like that. And it's like, uh, is he a keeper come the end of the year or is he not? So just have a think about that when you're looking at Jazz. Uh, on that side of things and 
And then you look to some of the um some of the center options and you got Peachy's a really cool option there. He scored really well last week. I wouldn't expect that to happen again. Probably a, lo- a few less minutes, but still a great option to have as a mid slash center there. You know, Gagai, Lomax, both really good options in the centers. You got Momorowski. I think we're kind of a sport for riches in the centers at the moment. Um, but yeah, that's probably all I got to say, guys. Obviously, yeah, the, the, some of those centers are going to be good. Um, just take your pick of the litter on that one. Like, yeah, if you've got Opacek, hold on to him. If you've got Joey Marnie, you've got Rapana, you've got what do we say, Lomax, Bradman Best, all these types of guys, there's great options there and you've got the pick of the litter. So go with that, guys. And please, if you're enjoying these, I appreciate it so much if you hit that like button. It helps me out with the uh, with the YouTube channel and, and getting out to more people. And please hit subscribe if you're new. I know there's a lot of you that are watching this and, and still haven't subscribed. So please do that so you can see more of those videos. They're obviously coming out very regularly during the week and then over the weekend as well. And I wouldn't want you to miss any of those updates. Um, but there you go. That's all I've got to say. Hope you enjoyed this. We'll see you in the next one. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.